0: all right h d h d means height drop number 85 and we got daniel arroyo in this episode really excited to uh share this one with you guys it was really fun just catching up with um this amazing incredible human being and daniel arroyo as many of you ought to know or will know is a uh pioneer like of parkour and a phenomenal um influence on on the, the whole sport and where it went and how it originated and things so you'll be able to find everything you need to about Daniel Arroyo in the uh, description here and you know he's been expanding you know and continuing that exploration and that pioneering into all sorts of different territories ever since and I've been really happy to have been able to be first of all introduced to him and then continue to uh, build a relationship with, with him and follow his journey and and see where he's at and we caught up with a bunch of fun fun, um, philosophical discussions here on how you can approach life and, and expand your mind and how that approach helped him do and accomplish some of the things that he did in the parkour world of course but you know even beyond that and just how we're both foreseeing, you know, what you can do and how we can all look at the world a little bit differently to uh, to make a better one, basically. So I hope you guys dig this one. And please give us some feedback. Much love. Um, thank you, Daniel. Here we go. I was talking with somebody, and we were talking about how, like, you were getting... And it must have been Knox, because we were talking about mountain biking. We were, I know you guys yeah. talking about that. And I was like, dude, I don't know how he's finding trails in Florida. Yeah, sure. It's like, there's, like, so it's notoriously flat so I don't know how you're able to find it but
1: they have some awesome trail systems down here I mean you wouldn't think mountain biking <laughs> in Florida but after I got a mountain bike and I was seeing some trails I was like Shh, this is it pretty epic it's not like downhill like you guys in Colorado but it's got some really good trail building and just trail features and wooden features and all kinds of awesome stuff like that that you just wouldn't think and it's like it's like parkour in a way oh, yeah. uh, or I would say hiking and like trail running or something like that mix combined because you get to go through nature and then you have to like have all these features and jumps and little effort but big big payoff in terms of air time
0: oh yeah 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 i'm getting excited to i'm scared a little bit because like with the extra speed comes like extra like potential for like serious injury um mm-hmm. and i've already eaten shit a few times on my bike and i'm like well, okay okay like i've come out unscathed but like gosh it's intense it's, it's intense because. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm addicted to it. I, like the first time I went to, with Knox actually, I got in a really big fall and that's one of the reasons why I kind of like backed off cuz yeah. I they like upgraded me to the the downhill like deluxe package cuz they didn't I don't know, whatever it was. I rented a bike and it was like the biggest bike I've ever ridden. It was basically a dirt bike with no motor. Yeah. And it was heavy and shit. It was super heavy and we were doing some downhill trails in the mountains and I was like blown away like just being able to absorb that much impact and take these huge draw or air like jumps and feeling more and more confident until all of a sudden I like was clearing like a new jump every time we went up and got down the same run and I was like okay next one I'm going to clear that one and I cleared it but then I had so much speed on the outside of it that I was I came up on like the high side of the hill and just got totally torqued off my bike and went like eight feet down to my ass Oh, shit. and it was like look yeah, i was wearing all the pads i had my helmet and everything else oh, but i landed like right where there was like no pad exposure oh, on my shit. hip and so i was just down for the count for like a few days i, was, <laughs> I couldn't walk Yeah, i, I mean, mean I, I like
1: it i guess because it just mimics the fact of like parkour and everything else and in, in terms of life it's like it's it has like high like value of you can mess up so you kind of yeah. have to have to like know yourself and how do you approach things and if you get too ahead of yourself even in parkour you're going to just really really mess up really mess up and then you're going to be put off from it for a while yeah so you walk around and just find your own like approach to it and when you find your own approach man it's so much fun
0: oh that's yeah. exactly
1: why i like it right now because it's kind of like parkour i don't have that same like approach of parkour because we're like well well versed in all the maneuvers and like body mechanics of it so it's kind of second nature in that way but in, in mountain biking, I'm not as well versed in that. So it relies more on your like approaching and seeing who you truly uh, are. Yeah, yeah. No, so I love like, oh, Shoot, This is who I really am. I guess <laughs> you're here. here okay, is-
0: can we start here? Because actually, I wasn't sure when we we're going to cut in. But I sure, think this was- is a really powerful point that you just made, which is just like, yeah, when you do something new, you get to like reveal, okay, what is your actual approach to life? What is it really like? Okay. Because you got expert in this one domain, but now, now who are you? Yeah, that's so true because I was humbled for sure by doing some biking.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Humpled yeah. twice. Oh, yeah. I get humbled a lot from different things.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, we're both getting into that, but it's, it's, it's one of the good things too is like you get to re-experience what, how you absorb new information and like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it, it is that ex- new approach or like how you approach is revealed
1: yeah i mean I, I look at it in a sense of like being able to look at information fresh so like i mean i'm not trying to get all philosophical already damn it I'm <laughs> already.
0: <laughs> it's, too early for this. Still it's still like, like if you that, look yeah. at a
1: flower you could be like oh well, i've always seen this flower before i've seen a rose before so when you see a rose again you, you look at it in the context of i've already seen a rose so mm-hmm. this is just another rose instead of saying that this is a rose before you and what is this rose right here Um, all information when it's coming in fresh, you have to be able to look at it from like an innocence type of perspective and being able to look at it fresh instead of having like colored perceptions or beliefs about things. uh, It kind of pollutes what you're really looking at and what you're really going through and being in tune with what you really are in that moment. So when you're doing something new, you're, 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 you're kind of presented with something where you don't have a history of it, a pattern to fall back on in terms of comfort of security your, your ego and you are identified, whatever you identify with is presented with information that's like, all right, are you gonna cower in fear? Are you gonna approach fear? Or whenever you feel like adrenaline rushing, are you able to suppress that? Or do you use that? Or whatever you do, and the more you can uh, see what you are in these moments, these where you are in kind of unknown in life, it, it kind of reveals more to you how you can build courage, motivation, or if you lack those things, obviously <laughs> you'd be like, damn, I didn't have any of those things and I actually ran because I was really, really scared. Instead of judging it, just be, use that. Just be like, oh shit, well, well, I was scared then. Okay, well, why was I scared? Then start kind of, I guess it's analyzing, but not in, analyzing in a sense to judge, but analyzing in a sense to reveal what you are and kind of work from where you are rather than work from what you want to be or what you idolize to be in a way.
0: Oh man, yeah, that's huge. And I don't fully even I'm still trying to do that a lot better, like really letting go of all the things I really want to be and just actually studying what is. And yeah,
1: that's really difficult. Um, That's really it difficult is. when it you're that's a lot of motivation from those things, too. So it's mm-hmm. like, how, how can I draw motivation without desire? How could I draw inspiration and in things without like seeking? And it's just like, well, dang, what is it really about then? If it's not about those things, because and I only speak in that context, because if you're fresh into certain something, you're going to seek to discover what you can do and discover how far you can take it. But then when you're well versed into that, it changes your mentality, uh, begins to shift and your mentality shifts to more like, OK, I've seen what I can do in this. OK, I, I realized not so much that you're limitless, but I, I could push my potential to such a high degree where it looks like I'm limitless, mm. even though I'm not really limitless, but I look like that way and it, I do it with effortlessness. Um, even though everybody can do it, but you have to put that time in to re- really know yourself. And parkour is really, really, really appealing to that because you have no tools to compensate for what you are. And I don't even, I'm not even saying like, some people can be like, oh, well, you're tall. That's why you could do it. And some people mm-hmm. like, well, you're small. That's why you can fit in the hole. And mm-hmm. it's like, you could say all those things, but you, you're missing out on the part that that's the person just doing it. Mm-hmm. And there's always exceptions to everything. And I believe that your mind and your connection with your nervous system and how you can prime your nervous system and do different things with your energy. Um, you can be those exceptions that fall within those lines um, because the mind is really what's creating, I guess, the doing of it, the actions. Um, and when you can fall in tune with knowing yourself, I've done things that way people tell me have struggled to do, and it's just they lack their un, their connection with their mind. But if they had the same connection with me, of course, they would be able to maybe go farther and things like that, yeah
0: yeah no it's um it's really powerful i didn't i mean i've do, i've talked about that with with you just like you, there was always something even more dramatic because you're not a like a huge person you're just you know we're both like on the smaller scale and yeah, so i used to even call it the daniel arroyo effect because like when you would when you would see somebody do something that was like okay like that is like it's the scale of like the length of that human body to like the size of this gap and things um, you know, the Tampa dive Kong comes to mind for me, for you is just like, that was one of those moments where you're just like, I didn't think human beings could do that. You know, we all kind of agreed, like we all have these limits set in our mind. And then someone comes along and and shows you a deeper connection with themselves or with their mind and, and reveals that you can take it further. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to do some training with you when you came out to Colorado and really kind of study how you approach things. And I always like learn a lot just from witnessing somebody who's, um, who's really you know mastering that that connection with themselves work Mm -hmm. and um i love having my mind blown (laughs) by folks like you and uh and helping helping to reveal you know in me like where am i where am i talking myself limit or where am i setting limits that don't need to be there and or even just understanding what you know just making them aware making myself aware of them is really key because it's often like things that you accept or you put on yourself that you haven't actually thought through and if you thought them through you know you like you said it's really just doing the work and putting the work in it's not that anyone couldn't do all these things that you've done um, but it is fascinating to see that you it is just fascinating that you're able to do it earlier than most people you know in, in the game and you know and you're fortunate to discover um, this discipline and, and really apply yourself to it it seems like early on in your in your life can you talk about because you know yeah, I'm I'm just always pumped to, to catch up with you, but I don't know if we've ever really talked about like how you approached it that helped you have that acceleration and become one of these people that paved our way, you know? I don't know if you were aware of it or not when you were doing it, but uh, you know, we always give extra credit basically to people who can like blaze the trail because that's often the hardest thing to do is to create the space and make the known, or excuse me, to make the unknown um known or the impossible possible
1: well i mean i guess i mean it's sometimes I, hearing you say that i, I greatly <laughs> appreciate it and uh, i guess that means a lot that does mean a lot to me um because it's a lot honestly, to me I too
0: man it helps it, it helped me and it still helps me to this day but anyhow i don't want to keep so uh... i
1: i i see the opposite sometimes because mm-hmm. a lot of times when i go places people people don't they don't say hello to me just because of certain beliefs that i have Mm. because i do speak my truth Mm. a lot of times when you speak truth truth does hurt and people it's hard to swallow things um um i i guess that i the unknown does present because the unknown is scary (laughs) and nature is when they're greeted with something that's unknown they kind of they either kill it or run from it Mm. um very few kind of courageously go into the unknown and take their light into darkness to, I don't mean to get, again, too philosophical, but those kind of analogies fit. Well, I think they're
0: really powerful. Yeah. I think that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. That's, I, did fit in I like thinking that, those, those terms. because. So what I'm trying to get to is a lot of times, let's getting back to your question mm-hmm. is that a lot of people project their lives into a very linear aspect of time and space. Um, what I'm saying is I want to achieve this. Um, so I'm going to set forth in terms of life, this and this and this and this and this and in order to achieve this, I'm going to set this much repetition, this much energy, this much time allocation, this much belief, this much motivation. And I'm going to cultivate inspiration through looking at these people, uh, this source and and this, okay. So you take all your bubble of what you are in terms of energy and you manifest it like that, that makes time, space, uh, obscure into a linear aspect. Okay many people don't perceive this because life is just life for people and they take it for granted that like all this is happening. Mm. And yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. You are taking it for granted. If that makes <laughs> sense. Uh, so when you take, I, I never, I never looked at life like that. And I guess that's what makes me move differently as well is I think magnetically uh, electromagnetically in a way you could draw things to you. You don't have to go to everything. You could draw things, into your life to where it it manifests for you. And I don't mean in a selfish way towards like saying, all my desires, I wanna be rich and it's there. Mm -hmm. I don't mean that. I mean that sometimes in life, there's things that are beyond you and they're better suited for you because your service to others far precedes your service to self. Um, And meaning like what I can offer myself. So I was going to school for engineering, uh, mechanical engineering and psychology and and then i was doing parkour on the side but i did it as a passion i did it because i loved it okay logically i should have stayed in that because that would have went farther in terms of financial security being in terms of the western mentality of fitting that bubble however no i followed my heart i made a choice right there you have freedom of choice like Mm your power will i guess you choose your passion what you what you follow you have to believe in it with all all your faculties of mind you have to believe in it and go forth with it or you follow what is tried and true in terms of what's being pressed upon you in terms of conditioning society, which is understandable too. They're, that's the safe route. And this is the route, let's travel, that you have no help. You can fall in your face. You can fail. You could not even succeed. Um, and all these things are possible, but that's like extreme between security, safety, and then freedom. It's like, you could have freedom, but you won't have safety, or you can have complete safety, but you won't have freedom. Mm. So Uh, approaching life like that and understanding those kind of foundational principles of mind, it sets forth your tone to what you call forward in terms of reality and how you interact with reality and how you uh, engage in terms of interpersonal relationships and how you engage in terms of what conditioning you allow society to press upon you in terms of what you believe, which one adopt as true, which one adopt as facts, um, how you sift through information, um, you get what I'm saying, and how in tune you are with yourself every day. Uh, so I guess, long story short, by having those beliefs, I, I somehow, I believe, attracted, uh, you know, the entertainment business into my life in terms of seeing me. And it, I, I happen to be attracted to that r- realm of being seen in, uh, I guess, on a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe it's because of the mind and I do believe because my electromagnetic field was harmonizing in such a state where I was mag- 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 magnetically drawing reality into what i wanted it to be not even what i wanted it to be what was best suited for my frequency mm. at that point um and the more i was resonating my frequency within hard regard uh it's just natural with to to i guess to for frequency to rise mm. uh on a collective scale um so aside from that if you want to look at it in a separation form and only look at it like western society and saying okay i'm just gonna condition myself and i'm only going to apply myself to parkour and i'm only going to i want to be in the movies and that's what i want to do and that's what i'm seeking to seek for. maybe that's not your calling and uh you're trying to press upon you like my life onto you and i didn't even call for that in my life mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? so a lot of people that fall into the right things do so because they didn't try that they just found themselves there and they they found the interest and uh and the gratification of actually doing and being in it without thought at rewarding in itself. When you try to think your way to uh, happiness, mm-hmm. you, you won't find your way towards happiness. If you try to think your way towards a goal, you might get to that goal. But it's coming from a, a egoic standpoint, a selfish standpoint. How how are you helping other people around you? If you're not helping other people around you, you're never going to grow past yourself, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So how, whatever you set yourself up to be, that's, that's what you'll ever will always be. The people that became famous, they did something new. Uh, the people that, that, that became, uh, very well known, they did the first, the first jump. So like Dylan Baker, let's take, take it for in Colorado. He's done some jumps over there. Like he was the first person to do it. And the first person to carry that mentality of, of being, knowing yourself at such a high degree, if I fall, I'm dead. Or if something happens to me, I'm, I'm, you know, that's it. I have to know what I can do. And I I believe you and uh, a few other people are carrying it on to such a substantial degree. Um. And that shows a lot between the connection of how you approach life and how you believe in yourself and what you set forth. Because the Western society will say, what are you doing? It's stupid. You get no reward. You get no economic commerce of a reward for what you do. But the reward is knowing yourself and the reward is being in tune with what you can do. And it's far exceeding somebody on the street just saying you can't do that. And a lot of societies operated off of saying what you can and cannot do. Um, and you have to believe that they're, that they're, what they're telling you about yourself is, is a lot more right than what you believe about yourself. So a lot of the things that we do kind of bypasses those factors of believing in something else in order to tell me what I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we develop more of a connection to say, okay, I know what I am because I've seen myself. I've seen myself fail. I've seen myself succeed. I've seen myself want to like alpha, like power over others. I've seen myself be powered over i've seen so other people better than me i've i've seen myself in all these regards i've felt myself in terms of emotion and moving and interacting uh that when you know yourself in terms of parkour not many people could tell you aside uh outside of that because you have you carry a different kind of awareness consciousness yeah Sorry, i'm laying on my no, bed. that was
0: per- great no i love that man yeah it's like to me it just sounds like you're describing that something i wanted to touch on was like what you did when you made that choice to kind of pursue this heart path and who knows like what made you do that you know I mean there's this like that's what it kind of all fundamentally comes down to is like this just the way you're approaching it and that's kind of the mystery of life and we're all so grateful you made that choice but you're like practicing like this jailbreaking of your mind um which is like like you said like you're getting all this feedback and basically especially for your generation and even mine after that and and still now, but like there's, uh, there's, it it was more unknown. There was more frontier, like back in the day, I would say, just because of, you know, and, you know, go back to David Bell and Seb and some of the Yamakaze and these earliest practitioners, there's always a little bit more resistance at first, um, I would say. So, but, but either way, you know, you're, you're, You're defining like a new sector of reality and you're defining like what you're doing as as not defined basically by by the outside world and that can go so far and that's you know even if that's all that we got or like all i got out of parkour you know that (laughs) whatever value people think i'm getting from it it's like that is extremely high value you know monetarily okay whatever maybe maybe i didn't become wealthy or anything like that but i have wealth in terms of not you know, subscribing to beliefs that I haven't chosen for myself or really any beliefs, you know, (laughs) so, and so that opens up horizons, you know, going forward that are unfathomable, unfathomable, excuse me. And, um, and I'm, I'm still like almost finishing, you know, I don't even know what it is, but I'm still digesting even that first kind of ego journey that I had, like where I was, I had experienced similar things where I was building myself up and looking back I can see and understand even more like okay those were moments of folly and that was moments of 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 not being in service here's what I did right here's like there's so much to digest there because I was on this sort of un un or thoughtless you know in a way you might have described it is just this attunement to just what I want to be in uh, or how I want to approach the world and sort of lost in it you know I actually didn't like like you said I didn't really choose some of the things that came my way as much as I took the approach that I wanted to that was the choice I made and and the benefits that came from that were seemingly like oh he must have like really wanted to become um, this but it was mostly just no I just wanted to approach life in this one way and reaped a lot of um experience from that from that approach and now i'm on a different side of 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 that experience and i think you are too whereas it's, it's like okay i started to realize that continuing down the the parkour journey path uh or specifically the one i was on was no longer serving me or others and that I would be losing that initial choice pat, like there's like that fork in the road basically where we both chose like a non-conventional route. Um, and at, t- at a point it became the same choice like had led me away away from training, you know, that led the, the the same approach that led me into training led me out of it because, you know, the approach was to explore the unknown. And especially now that I had like expanded my mind in some ways, um, and allowed myself to to understand that there is way more to existence. You know, actually, I don't even feel like I fully understood it. I just like in my body, again, I knew I had to tune into whatever it was that was telling me yeah. this isn't it. And I don't know what that is, but I was like, I'm going to follow that because that got me here. It wasn't like I didn't think my way here, like you were saying. I didn't. No. I didn't. Uh... And so that that is the ultimate mystery. And that stuff like blows my mind um, just to even think about and so i'm wondering like do you ah oh man i don't know i don't know where to go with that but i'm just like do you see that as just like a really valuable thing that all human beings you know i kind of f- see that it's like something everyone needs to to at least start thinking about and or they, anyone can benefit from it rather anyone can benefit from trying to jailbreak their mind and trying to question their beliefs and, and see like where they are subscribing to uh To just you know i see it as like the matrix is basically real you know like that movie is basically you know when i first watched it i was like wow it was a cool concept but the older i'm getting the wiser or the more like in touch with 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 whatever it is i'm talking about these spiritual things these like energetic frequencies and things the more i realize that shit is basically real you know like it's it's not it's not that it's the exact same plot lines and things but you have been programmed and you have to wake yourself up and get out of it. And you're like my Morpheus, man. <laughs> you're like a Morpheus figure in my book.
1: I mean, but I'm, I'm hated for it, honestly. And I, uh, another guru that I read from, um, Oshu, says that you will be hated because you're, you're a destroyer of illusions. Mm-hmm. If somebody's living in an illusion, in a, in a prism of an illusion, um, and you come in and you say, hey, this is not even real... They're going to be really mad at you because they're really enjoying it <laughs> and you're crushing their game in a way. Or, but then or, we're- or mad at you because
0: if they're unwilling to do, to, to take the courageous path forward, then they need an excuse. You know, they need someone to blame or they need a reason well, why hate- they're being cowardly is okay.
1: Yeah. I get hated a lot because I mean, I used to not know these things and then like you're talking about, honestly, you it's all about discovery. Uh, I mean, it's not all about anything to be honest but
0: <laughs> yeah, um, that's the grand disillusion. And, right? and
1: what we're talking about right now i guess it's like in this seclusion of thought and because anytime you say something you're going to be wrong because you're imbalanced in it you have to say the opposite mm. in order to balance out what you say so you always have to be <laughs> careful is, what you say because so there's always an exception to it that's always going to counter it and then yeah. you'll find yourself being wrong that's why language is so deceptive and that's why just playing together it's way more fun <laughs> anyways um so um so going back, uh, going back to what you're talking about, jailbreaking your mind. I, I, I don't. I, I want to look at it in a different way. Not so much jailbreaking it, or you could look at it in jailbreaking. It. That's really cool. Uh, creating a different foundation of mental understanding. Mm. Um, we're nobody was ever taught these elements of mind, uh, uh, this interaction of, of thinking and reality and um, consciousness and electromagnetism. It's like what the heck mm. is all that? seems like you're going to go <laughs> be a rocket scientist. You're
0: scientific. losing it, bro. But,
1: right. Yeah, I know. But these are everyday concepts that you experience, and you just don't understand what they actually mean on a practical level of definition and understanding. Um, and we're so busy taught to categorically think, and you need prerequisites of categories in order to link to these other categories. And the mind doesn't have to work like that. It doesn't have to be structured like that. And your interaction with uh, inter- your interest of understanding in terms of reality doesn't have to react like that either. So what I'm uh, essentially getting down to is like, you don't have to become a psychologist to understand psychology and for it to be practical use. So going back to this job, breaking your mind, one of the most fundamental things, stop judging things. Um, uh, what you're going through, you're gonna go through he- so many things. You don't understand good without bad. You don't understand hot without cold. Uh, you don't understand male without female. You have to go through these polarities of existences um these ex- intensities that are are setting the parameters of existence of this this matrix if you want to say it mm-hmm. um and they define what is the material aspect of this so with male and female that's why we have masculine feminine we help to antagonize and protagonize each other to create some energetic matrix between us all so where we can understand mm-hmm. um women have nurturing they're better at nurturing they're better at understanding they're better listeners um, they're, they're good multitaskers. Um, they're really intelligent. Um, and, and men are good at v- envisioning things uh, three-dimensionally in space, spinning in space. And they have other, we're uh, re- physically strong. So if we could learn to embody these things in terms of an androgynous aspect and um, harnessing our, our masculine and feminine, um, we, we begin to, like you say, um, uh, jailbreak your mind. Um, But that comes from understanding these fundamental aspects of psychology that nobody ever teaches. And it's like, who do you go to to understand that? And in this world of information, it's like, who do you trust for that? Because everything is a gimmick. Everything is for commerce. Everything's exploited. Spirituality, Spirituality is exploited. And when people hear the term spirituality now, they just think it's a gimmick term now. And they're just like, they already cast you out. Because they're just like, oh, that term got to me. Mm-hmm. And again, it goes back to what I just said, the fundamentals of thinking, judgment right there. Your judgment upon it made you cast it out before you even heard information. So you don't have the ability to absorb information because you have these sectors in your mind. Your mind is so divided in this way that you have triggers. And if I set off a trigger, you're gonna dismiss me. Like the wall and your just- ego's not gonna hit yeah, the wall shuts down. Exactly. <laughs> and if your mind works like that if you try to illustrate that kind of mind in terms of movement it don't trans- it won't translate people that have that kind of mind they don't they're not great movers mm-hmm. because you can't fake your frequency in terms of movement you can't you can't fake movement and and how high you go um how high you go in terms of like uh moving and and how far you take what you're able to do it, it heavily ref- reflects upon your frequency um, and how your mind and your hemispheres of your brain uh, interact with them- themselves. Um, if you have hem- what's called hemisphere rivalry, which is your right, the f- right hemisphere and your left hemisphere fighting for control of the mind uh, or of the organism, the entirety of the organism. Um, you think in this or that terms, thinking and everything's as tails or everything's as heads, mm-hmm. and not seeing that heads and tails is the same coin. Um, this and that are the same things they're just coloring the perception of your reality. Uh, it has nothing to do with what's right or wrong. Right or wrong, there's no such thing. It's only thinking that makes it so. There's only understanding of harmony and and, and understanding of harm in terms of that harmony. Uh, uh, you get what I'm saying? And Embracing diversity in terms of harmony. Sorry, I don't mean to go no, too no, far. No, no, no. That applies to, to, to what I'm talking about, Jailbreaking the mind. It's I, I'm gonna say bringing harmony to the mind because essentially disease, um, which is dis-ease, is you're not at easement. You're not at relaxation with yourself. And a lot of people, they they want to put on a front like they're okay, like everything's good. But when people are alone or when they really have to come to these introspective uh, revelations, I guess, of sorts, where they have to reveal what they are um, in terms of reality, come to terms of existence of death, because that's one of the most defining unknowns, um, you'll see what you really are and you'll see that you're really scared and you'll see that you're really not prepared. You're not certain about life. You don't know anything. Um, you're really ignorant. You're really naive, and it's really—it's the most humbling experience, honestly, to realize that—that mm-hmm. that there's an the end, and that's why the ego wants to have power and immortality in a way, uh, because it's scared of of the greatest unknown of all. But if you can greet one of the greatest unknowns of all, like death, so to speak, um, parkour's nothing. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I agreed. All of this. I understand that. I just gotta practice and get coordinated.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. You're. You're. Yeah. That's so amazing. I mean, just to take it to my personal experience, real quick, is, I mean, just to validate, you know, some of the things that you're saying. So, you know, I can even digest them because it's it's powerful stuff. It, this is something that I came up against. You know, like my frequency, and again, this is all language. Like you're saying, it's just terms to help us understand and think about it. But ultimately, they are bisecting what is and what isn't and that is not really a real thing you know everything is all the same and so language yes. itself these like polarities these tails heads it's just so we can understand things and talk about them but for me like I came up against that frequency measure and that's one of the things that took me outside of training because I was like there I'm hitting a glass ceiling here and I I, I could feel it I'm like there's something going wrong my body and it's because I was coming from from some of these lower resonant you know energies and that's why my body was getting fucked up, for lack of a better term. That's why um, I was, you know, so, using certain substances in a in a way that was just not constructive, uh, more escapist, because I didn't want to sit down and sit with my feelings and and realize how scared and uh, and and uh, yeah. once I finally made that decision, oh my God, it was terrifying. Once I really made the decision, once I realized first of all that I was I wasn't taking full responsibility for all these things in my life. Um, taking full responsibility, it sounds fun, maybe it doesn't actually, it doesn't sound fun, responsibility doesn't sound fun, but it sounds like, oh, I got this, but I would like, you know, just to, to share with people, I mean, I remember I like burst into like tears, you know, I was like, I was totally just devastated, basically, and, like hopeless feeling when I first really, and I, again, I can see it then I didn't even really understand what was happening back then, I just knew that like, the existential dread that I'd kind of been sweeping under the rug I was finally like willing to confront it and it just overwhelmed me yeah and um and that was like because again partially because it you know for me there was a little bit much too much ego involved with my parkour training you know I did start to like siphon off of that energy and the attention off in, on me and um buy into some of the the things that again I hadn't really thought about about what I should want and what I should pursue and what's desirable in life and it wasn't me and it took it took kind of like that that fall and me tripping over myself more philosophically to to reapproach and readjust t- towards life and you know since then like you said i've i've confronted like these much deeper harder truths and my training's gone like through the roof in a way like i don't care about it the same way anymore because it's just not as important as it used to be Um, It served me very, very well in getting over some even earlier things and even earlier versions of it. You know, I did face my own death a few times in parkour, like trying to confront, you know, and deal with that existential crisis. But um, when I really like turned towards some of these just deeper questions about life and who I was um, and started working on those, then, like you said, you know, I've done I think this is my 10th year of training and i don't really i don't really even need to compare it but i just know that like i feel like i've done things that like i uh, you know blow my mind still or like and they're effortless they're more effortless than they ever have been because no stress I, on the body right no stress on the body <laughs> exactly i've i'm not coming at it from um from the diseased kind of mentality which like is mm-hmm. yeah and that's that's ultimately what i came up against i was getting a rash i was getting like just crazy things are happening with my body, which didn't make sense um, yeah. until I started to to think about it in a different way, which, you know, is very, for, for someone like me, I was very, very much in line with a lot of this stuff. Like, I got I got knocked off course, I would say, in some ways, like, very early on in life because I was getting a lot of feedback that I, I didn't know what to do with. And um, and I think that's why, like, when you say creating a new foundation to, for understanding reality or or something to that tune is that i think that's even better than jailbreaking because ultimately jailbreaking it's not like they built we built a jail like most of the stuff is just unconscious and that's really all it is yeah right these these um messages that you're getting as you're growing up it's people that are just operating at low frequencies trying to help you but they're still trying to help you for the most part i would say it's just not it's just not very you know well articulated or deeply um constructed yet And so when you start to like try to rebuild, you're like, okay, we need a new foundation. We need a different foundation if we want to actually go higher. It's the same thing in training. You know, if it's like, if you're just going to huck it, you're just like, I'm just going to send it. You're going to get injured and you're going to be like, okay, I need a new approach where I'm going to actually discipline myself and work on some of the smaller things and check my ego and, and do some things with the right technique that aren't very impressive to others um etc and then that will get you much further you know someone like a max henry who we're both friends with of course mm-hmm. is like a really good example of like having a much more slow and steady approach and yeah. the things he can do now it's ridiculous because he's he's not had this need to be you know looked at or anything like that throughout his entire journey yeah. and so
1: well, the thing about max too is also that he, his slow buildup it's conducive of, of how the body works anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes about seven years for your tendons and your muscle density to, to for your cells to regenerate into a capacity that could absorb the impact or rebound and the elasticity of your tendons and, and all the, all of that around. So it takes about seven years for that to develop. So the fact that if you're trying to rush into this, oh. you might be able to do these things, but you, you're going to hurt your body in terms of the long run. But if you take your times in terms of doing it and you're doing it for the right reasons, I believe like Max has been doing, then for sure, you, it's going to, He obviously look at how he's performing now and it's not as taxing on the body.
0: Yeah. And I, I just, um, I'm so excited to see what the world looks like when we actually start to all think about things a little bit differently, you know, just because it is, it's not that like, and this is why people call you crazy probably, or like call you like, you know, you get hate you for it or whatever, because you're actually trying to expand people's minds with different ways to approach life. And it's not like I wouldn't think that you would probably describe yourself as like, well, I know um, I'm certain of like all these things, maybe. But you're probably certain that some of the shit that they believe is bullshit, you know, <laughs> like yeah. and that yeah. and that is like a tough pill to swallow. Like you're saying for a lot of yeah. people, it's like, well, that's that's not going to fly with me because that's my whole life. And it's like,
1: oh, I know. And it seems like I'm coming off from a position like I'm absolutely certain. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm not even trying to come off of as a position like I know anything, because honestly, I don't know anything. <laughs> but what I have experienced, there's a difference between knowledge and knowing. And this is this is like this is another thing that I have to bring up a principle here. Is if if people understand these principles of knowledge, or I mean, not knowledge, but in terms of uh, psychology and mental thinking it would help out uh, in terms of communication and dialogue. And you could really be empathetic and sympathetic towards my position. And I could really see what you're really trying to say behind the words that are coming out. Um, But like going back to what I'm saying, there's the difference between knowledge and and, and knowing. Um, You could have like a blind man could have knowledge of of colors and sight and things like that nature, but he can never know sight. Mm. So you can know sight but not have knowledge of colors. Mm. You get what I'm saying. So, like, there's a difference, heavy different difference between knowledge and and, and knowing. Um, and I I feel like I know something. There's something that it's knowing beyond beyond knowledge. Mm. And um, I'm deducing things down to a knowledgeable aspect of information, but it's still beyond that. And I'm trying to open up people's minds to these foundational. Uh, I guess mental aspects of, of thinking and, and, and interaction, interacting with other people that are the same in terms of what they're doing too, uh, because other people are doing it too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, other people are, are interacting with their minds on, on a different level too, and being resonant with uh, how they're creative, how they're imaginative, how their desires, their wills, all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, if we all understood that better, we could, we could harmonize and work together within like a, a homeostasis much better. And what's happening right now and I think that's far more uh, conducive of, of looking at it and saying, okay how are we gonna build, work this system and then make it work all right that system's broken bro. <laughs> I mean, we have to fundamentally shape how we're thinking and what we want to choose to invest our energy into because that's ultimately what are what we're doing in everything we do we're investing our energy into our job we're investing our energy into harnessing the earth we're in investing our energy into our choices into our desires and into, into your beliefs into absolutely everything and nobody's teaching you how to do that nobody's teaching you what it does nobody's teaching you how it reflects into to everything everybody's trying to make money off of it and everybody's trying to do all that but it, it it's so horrible that we live in a society that does that because then the person that wants to truly help it comes along and helps People don't accept it when it's free. They don't value it when they haven't paid for it. And I've seen it in many people that just want to pay me to to help them in any aspect. And I, I, I think knowledge is a gift. I want to give it to you free because I don't know why. There's no reason. I don't want to even attach anything to it. I just want that's what I am. That's what I that's what I was that's what I am. So the fact that that, that it has to be attached to a commerce, I I don't think it's right to make things a commerce. Because then you make it more material. Mm-hmm. Then you make it something that's that's not transcendent, like what your identity should be having. Because what it ultimately falls back down to is stripping away all these complexity of words. Is Where is your identity associated? What do you believe you are? Do you believe you're the material aspect of yourself? Or do you are self identified by just your genetic displacement? And that's what you're going to take pride in? Because if you want to go down to the fundamental root of it, that's where racism comes from. If you' if you're identified with only your material, then either you're your white supremacist because you think that white is the only right thing, and that's why you identify with that because that's what you are and that's what you want to see everything as. Or you're on the other side where you're like Black panther or KK, or like opposing KKK, and you think black is the only thing that ever touched the planet, and that's just the, the, the everything is king on that moment. That's where all the fundamental roots of racism is, it comes from. It's, it comes from your identity and where you're placing your identity within. If you aren't placing your identity within the consciousness that's animating the the material aspect of what you are, then I feel like you're you're caught in a an illusion. The prism of a mind, just like a prism splits up white light into several different colors, mm. you are doing the same in terms of separation of reality and how you're identifying people and things around you, and you're placing a a a, a um a commerce on their wealth, their value, on what they are in terms of relativity for you and in terms of the society that's saying these people are in control or this is in control. It's all such, uh, let me say it in not a polarized way, it's all such an unharmonizing way to express yourself. Um, And I believe you could express yourself in a more balanced aspect once you can understand what you yourself wants to be identified with or the fact of that identity period. That people don't even think that, oh, they're like, damn, I never even considered about identity. That identify myself, what do I identify myself with? Because in any given sector, you might identify yourself with something different. When you're with these group of people, you might identify yourself like that. If you're with these group of people, you might. And people allow themselves to unconsciously let their identity shift like that. So you don't have a good anchoring point. Mm-hmm. And that's, that goes back to knowing yourself and understanding, again, fundamental understandings of Psychology that it's, it's like, who asked to even want to know these things? It's like, damn, I just wanted to live and now I got to understand all this stuff. And it's like, well, honestly, if you're going to take it that high and you want to become great and you want to become successful, and I don't mean financially successful, I think with greatness comes financial success, of course. Yes, because I'm not judging money or, or commerce. I'm just saying that if that's your focus, your focal point, your focal point is on an illusion. But with the rising of what you are these delusions will become grander and grander let's just say it like that
0: mm. yeah i feel you oh man there's like whew, there's so much sorry stuff. i don't mean to talk no so no, much. no like <laughs> you just i just i'm like keep going keep going but like i don't even know what to say um other than like what what like maybe we can talk about that you know as like what are some practical things you think people could do to help to help them like look at the world differently, you know? Cause I've been very resistant, but I've also had just enough curiosity. That was been like one of my biggest gifts is like, I, I have the ability to like, I think I'm not gonna judge it. Actually the judging is one right. of the fundamental things that has un- helped me keep myself on the path. So yeah, that's a really big one. I, I'm <laughs> even just realizing <laughs> that now. I'm like, I haven't been able to judge, like I've been a really good, done a really good job of not judging, even though I just judged that. and that's one of those rings things that have kept me curious and kept me like experiencing and knowing more because in fact the more something conflicts with my worldview the more curious i'll get with about it typically um not always you know with like a white supremacist thing it's like okay i'll get curious about it for a little bit but maybe i'm not going to just keep diving down that rabbit hole because it doesn't go very deep Um, yeah but there are so many things like that you can do to to probably help reformat you know and re-approach and re-identify with where you're at that can give you an advantage in in terms of just like you know again like creating happiness or joy for your everyone around you and yourself not yeah. necessarily um you know these big financial wealths. but i do think that it's powerful to to know that like if you are operating these higher frequencies you probably will you know, have you, like, like you say, manifest different and greater things in your life because
1: it is what it is. I
0: don't understand it yet, but I'm going down that road either way.
1: You always don't have to understand everything either. I mean, there's several things like you could juggle and you never you don't understand juggling you just know (laughs) how to juggle like well do do you understand gravity and he's like i don't understand gravity just fucking juggle man what do you want me to do (laughs) so i feel like that's heavy in it too but our society again presses upon you to know what you're doing you have to again it goes back to knowledge and knowing Mm. Um, but um it presses upon you to have no and when you don't have the constraints of of knowing and knowing is grabbing something Um, And what we're talking about is water. You can't grab water, it'll slip through your fingertips. You will never have knowledge of what it is that, what I'm saying, uh, or what we're talking about, the experience of experiences. Um, In terms of like dance, for instance, you could know the count for how to, the beat of of this choreography, but it doesn't mean you're gonna be able to fall in line with the dance and kind of like really, like illustrate your body in the right way. Um, if you don't experience yourself in those ways where falling in tune is the right aspect of understanding rather than having a knowledge of how, okay, so what you do is you put your foot here and then you make your foot go like this and then on this beat you do this and then that's what I'm talking about with outlaying yourself with having to know. And then we're so conditioned in having to know and grab onto things um, that the very thing that I'm talking about is if you try to approach it like that, you'll push it further away. You'll you'll find yourself more isolated from having these experiences of um, uh, release. Um, It's hard to say it without saying like samsara is is nirvana. It's these words that are like absence of easement where you don't even have like any tension from wanting to achieve something, not wanting to achieve something. Um, Things like that. Uh, You don't have anything, no desire like that, but still you have action um those are the ultimate forms of i guess interaction moving um shoot sorry i was gonna i I was gonna ask
0: you this is something i actually wanted to touch on like we talked last time we we had a conversation we talked about how feeling is actually maybe it just as we're talking about expanding your approaches to life i think one of the things that people could do is like you say let go of all the thinking and and see what happens if you just start to feel your way into life again or um For the first time, yeah. or whatever, and essentially
1: yeah. what I'm what I'm getting to yeah. is, uh, uh, is 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 letting go of all these prerequisites that you have for life. Um, like you were saying, one of the major ones that you're bringing up is judgment. Um, is something that everybody can absolutely do is watch yourself, man. You, you will find the things that you, you make definitive standpoints about yourself, and you don't even know who you are. I I, I don't know who I am. Every day I'm somebody different. Every every, every day you're somebody different. Every day. So like if you don't realize that, that's such a fundamental understanding about yourself that you change every single day. You you wake up a different mood. If you say that you're not a morning person, then you become that and you fall in tune with that belief. And then it just becomes you. And then you fall into that template. And that's why you fall into that death, uh, uh, that that age, that I guess how, how aging happens to those kind of minds. Oh, yeah. um, your, your body will decay at the rate of how your mind is processing life and how it goes through life. If you have those mental states like that, and that's ultimately why I'm saying, you know, rephrase the way you think and, and how you use your brain because 80% of your energy goes to that. So, uh, uh, a lot of what I'm saying is if you remove your judgments, start stripping your judgments and opinions, or not even just stripping yourself because you could even play with energy, just realize that those are just yours. Stop pressing them at, onto the external reality so much. Just realize that, okay, I have opinions. Okay, realize what you are, what you're going through, and don't judge yourself. Just watch it. Watch yourself. Okay, I oh, should. I had a judgment there. Don't judge it, just watch it. You realize it. If you could get to that point where you're separating yourself from your um, mental thoughts, you can see that you're not your thinking. And then once your identity can then press past your thinking, of, of uh, you could really start to watch yourself and what you do. And then you can see un- unconscious behaviors and start raveling inside you. So it's not so much that we have to look outwards into the reality, look in your inner landscape. Because if you look at your inner landscape and watch what your mind does, your mind is moving so so fast, so fast. Your mind moves faster than light. It it can it, it moves so so fast, but it, and there's so much going on. But if you have the ability to look at it and then detach yourself from it, and see that oh shoot, I'm not this thinking process, or this thinking process is something that I become identified with, and you start watching it, watching it unravel, watching it unravel. But sooner or later, it stops, and once it once or it slows down. Uh, whatever you choose to do with it, uh, many people get scared of the process of slowing down thinking because. That- Honestly, it's this, it's thinking is a distraction from you having to see what is, um, and, and that's, that's, that's overwhelming in itself. And that's why people get, jump to substances. Um, they want to numb themselves from mass overloads of feeling, and everybody wants to treat life like a buffet. And they only want to pick and choose what they want to take from life or how they want to experience life. That's why they're jumping from instant gratification to instant gratification. Um, on their phones, uh, constantly thing- on to the next thing, onto the next hype. And that's what this next generation is. They're in information overload. Mm. Then they don't have the ability to process the information that they have. It's like, it's amazing that we have so much information now and we have, I, I mean this in the most innocent way, what I'm about to say, but dumber people. Mm. So like, we, we have so many, we have so much information, but we don't have the ability to discern what is actually gonna help and what is actually gonna harmonize. But we have tons of stuff and experts and this and this and that. And we have so much communication and far less intimate, meaningful conversations. It's, it, this is something that just blows my mind that I'm seeing. It's like, it's crazy. We have all this technology. Where you and I are talking right now. 20 years ago or I mean, more, probably more, but uh, we didn't have this ability. Not we to see not each talk. other, we like, didn't.
0: Even 20 years ago, you probably couldn't see each other unless you had
1: like, like whatever,
0: 100 grand worth of like equipment.
1: So the fact that we have this happening and if you listen to everyday conversations like podcasts there's not as meaningful mm-hmm. um people have certain categories where they want to talk about stuff that they know but not many people want to experience the unknown not many people talk about let's say for instance death you don't hear that many people talking about death you don't hear that many people talking about sex mm-hmm. you don't have, hear many people talk about many many different things that they themselves don't want to confront and that's where it becomes is because people in isolated degrees can be, become very intimate and that's, that's 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 what's easy for them or with, a, with the opposite sex. It's easy for them to be intimate with the opposite sex. But becoming intimate with each other in a public domain is really difficult. And what I mean by intimate, I mean really seeing who that person is, caring about the person, not just, I have a message that I wanna get out to you and this is what I have to say to the world and this is what I'm coming on your platform to do. And that's what everybody's doing and everybody's carrying these uh, hidden baggages or hidden interests. And they're not even seeing that, okay, this is a person that I'm talking to. Like Brendan Douglas is a person that I'm talking to. He has a life. He has actually things that he's going through. Um, uh, are you doing okay? How are you doing as a, you know, as a person? Like I really care about that. And, and nobody's caring to hear the reply or, or, or to go into that aspect of intimacy. And I feel like that ultimately is the only thing that, uh, we can do to make everything better. The only thing, if we could formulate some sort of true community around, around that and then embracing our diversity because we don't come from the same genetic heritage or anything, uh, but it doesn't mean we can embrace each other and have that understanding of, of that, okay, yo, know, we all have these experiences that we need to understand and collectively go through. And and if you fail, it's okay, it's okay. I love you, far beyond me gonna judge based upon that. Then it goes back to, I remove my own, remove my own judgments about myself. And that's ultimately what I've seen in most people is most people judge you because they judge themselves and that's how they treat themselves on the inside. Mm. It has nothing to do with you. I mean, externally, it has everything to do with you. You may have triggered it, but internally this is how this individual treats himself on a daily basis. And they don't know anything past that. And that's what they become. Um, so this very fact that we have to have, but that we could have this intimate conversation between like you and I about everything that we're talking about. I, re- I, gr- I greatly appreciate it. Even if nobody else is going to appreciate it, it really doesn't matter. I really again care about more so, you and I for this and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, too.
0: Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, I'm like, that was another thing. Like the podcast was, I mean, all this stuff is just so, so true. It's like, I I've reoriented and I'm like, I don't care about any of that. I just want to talk to like someone like you, who's going to be able to help mirror some of these things back at me. Like, where am I still judgmental? Where am I? Um, uh, where is there a blind spot basically, you know, in my thinking and, uh, everything that like you're saying is is just it's so juicy that it's like hard for me to even respond to it sometimes because i'm at a point where i'm like i'm just here to soak it up in some ways and what i wanted to say was something about um the feeling like you're saying and like caring about someone like really caring and i think that's very true what you were touching on there which is like ultimately we've stuffed like i stuffed all my things under the rug we're stuffing like all our things as a collective like as a species as like a as biology as life on this planet we are shoving things deeper and deeper and it's evident you know with things like COVID or whatever how diseased we are because we have no way to really handle it and we're still unwilling in many ways to confront it at the level that needs to be confronted at in my opinion you know in uh in a way that's actually lasting, that actually liberates us and doesn't keep us on this reactive, like back pedal or back foot of, you know, of uh, you know, um, just Western, you know, approaches to medicine. Which they offer a lot of great solutions, but they are not, they are not a, an integrative approach. They are always still, again, like focused on one kind of thing, and they've been. There's, there's so much commerce attached to it, like you talk about that. Mm-hmm. Everything needs an update. Um, and I was going to say like, it, it is so scary. Like you were saying how it gets so scary and a lot of people don't want to do this. Confront the sex, confront the death, confront intimacy. It's so, it's terrifying because as you get that distance from your thoughts and you start to realize you don't know who you are, that'll be weird for you. And it was for me. And so I just want to reiterate that that's like a normal thing. I think to be feeling i was gonna ask you if you if you've ever seen or heard of um spiral dynamics or like uh what's it called i just finished reading this ego development stage theory called ed it's like called the nine increasing stages of ego embrace and it's by this woman called suzanne cook greuter who did like a shitload of research and she did um she just interviewed all these people, and basically the way she inter- the way they gathered data, and this is for people that you know are data inclined, and also to help make some of these distinctions that um, that help us organize our minds. They they have these sentences, and they start the sentences with all the same, and then the way people finish the sentences, like they're like these prompts. They start to like look at you know thousands of responses, and they were able to kind of like categorize people like this is how they kind of see see life. And there's an ascending like kind of um progression, you could say uh, just through ego development you know and they and one of these things that we're talking about is this awareness of their thoughts, and then there's there's just greater awareness basically of of what's happening and less attachment to to their you know a limited maybe version of themselves, which is just a narrow definition of of who they are, you know, I think it's so powerful when you talk about how when folks see themselves as oh I'm a morning person or they don't see that they change every day and every moment you know they they age differently you know that that is uh, that is so very interesting to me is that people you know you know that I've met and known you know over the years even friends of mine from college or high school that I see now that have taken certain you know more traditional paths it's like, you're not just subscribing to certain beliefs. You're like, if you expect, if you, if you just go along with everything, then you're going to expect to grow old in a certain way. You're going to expect like all these things are like, like you, you're going to be like, well, I, you know, it's about time that I get cancer. So I'm going to get that now. Um, <laughs> There's, there's certain things and it's, it's pretty hard to talk about them uh, when I don't have that. I just haven't thought about this stuff quite as much as you, I don't think yet, but it is just like, so I just want people to understand. It's like, you don't have to think things the same way as well, everyone else. And there's just, so there's,
1: much. If you want I just want to throw like a source in there named Rupert Sheldrake. Mm. Um, and he has a book called Morphic Resonance. And oh yeah. I need to read that. Morphic Resonance. He talks heavily about, um, um, about DNA, or well, n- not in just that one. He talks about DNA and, and, and inheritance of the genetic uh, material and genetic behavior and things of that nature. That a lot of it has to do with uh, the electromagnetism within DNA, and the electromagnet magnetism isn't just uh, inducive to the like the deoxyribonucleic acid of it uh, itself. It's also conducive of the ten layers of water that are surrounding the DNA. Um, ultimately what that means is like, when you have more of it plugged in, more of your DNA um, resonant with each other, you can unlock your genetic uh, makeup. It could it it vibrates, you vibrate, your frequency vibrates at a different level. So it it might sound like a bunch of words, but it's just really hard to talk about advanced sciences in terms of like a field box. It's like this is like something that's more feeling based and the advanced scientists are actually trying to explain these advanced feelings. Mm-hmm. um and it's not that they're discovering anything they're they're just telling you it's always there it's 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 always been here it's...
0: that's what's so funny like my whole view on on science has like shifted a lot over the years and you know again at the risk of of like having people think that i'm dismissive of things or that i'm like outside the whatever whatever they want to judge me as you know that's going to be the thing. The um, mm-hmm. judgments create separation like basically science is is like it's like you're saying they're explaining things that have already been around, and so you can wait for science. If you want to subscribe to science, for example, and there's there's lots of good things. I'm not trying to like shit on it. I'm just saying if you're gonna wait, if you're gonna wait to only believe things that science has like triple blind study tested and things or whatever, you're gonna be waiting a long time to discover truths that are available to you now or at least you know in the near future and i mean to
1: be honest sorry i'm so no late totally i wanted to start it because i was going to school for mechanical engineering and uh i was i was heavy into wanting to understand anti-gra- anti-gravity mm. and with understanding anti-gravity man i was i was reading so many different books from so many different people and um anti-gravity is possible and it's already been done several times and i was i was asking my professor at the time like why hasn't this been like publicized and it's just like because you cannot make money from it And I was just like, that's when everything started kind of hitting me. And I had my own first like existential, like a thing about reality. Like I thought everything was dandelions and roses. Like everything was good, man. I was just going to go to school, become this and create things and be cool. And I don't know. I just thought that's what life was about. And then I got like a curveball from reality and was like, skirt. This is not about that. It's not about actually being a really good person. It's not about uh, those things. It's actually about learning how to manipulate and learning how to like act like you're (laughs) one thing and then be another thing or it's learning how to gauge people or it's learning and i was like oh these are these like sly methods of of moving your energy and who can be the slyest uh and, and use their intelligence in terms of being sly that's what dictates intelligence who's the most who's the slyest and i was like it's interesting how how in society that intelligence is dictated by who's the sly who's the most manipulative um, it's not really indicative of the person who's really most intelligent. Mm-hmm. If you look at the characters who really were most intelligent, they were robbed of their work and then they were either killed or forgotten about or, or they ran off to some mountain because they realized that they, they probably still get killed if they stay here. <laughs> um, so like, again, going back to the anti-gravity thing, um, Tesla uh, uh, developed anti-gravity. Uh, Vic, this other guy named Victor Schauberger, um, T. Townsend Brown, uh, there's, there's like, there's literally over, over 10 people, Thomas V. Valone. Um, they also developed this, what's called electrogravetics, um, which is also anti-gravity, but going back to it, why don't we have any of that stuff right here? I can, I can name tons of people and give you proof. We actually just got a patent this year of anti-gravity from the U S Navy. And, and again, it's all about the economy and, and, and profiting. So they did that in, in right now because uh, other people have gotten anti-gravity now. So they want to put it in place. So when that does start coming about, they're going to be the first to make profit about it because they have a patent on it. Mm. So it's it's, it's about numbers. It has nothing to do with society and actually making sure that we're good because we have so much technology that it's not even that I'm just reading about these things. I've seen different things that are healing from sound therapy, um, from different kinds of methods of interesting things i'm not going going to go into if i can validate it because i know there's a lot of numbers people that do listen to these things where you have to sit and talk about a topic really really in depth to show that you have the credentials um to be discussing something of that magnitude um and unfortunately i don't have the paper credentials but i do have the knowledge and knowing credentials uh of of making sense of what is actually happening um so people don't usually accept those credentials but um I could talk to you and if you say some things to me and it sounds right and I'm gonna believe you, if you're not a gymnast, but you could teach me how to do a double full, <laughs> should I just be like, Oh, well, you know what? You're right. not a gymnast. Oh, no. <sighs> whatever. Yeah. All right. yeah. You know what I mean, like it, it, it goes back to those standards and categorizations and judging people based upon the labels that you're putting them in a box. People are not boxes. And it's like, it's so impolite to be putting somebody in a box because it's like, okay, if, if, if you are if you kind of, Uh, believe in existence and all that stuff, then you're a part of existence and you're part of nature, then you are nature. All right. Well, the nature itself is diverse and not even the trees are grown the same. Like each tree is different from each other. So it's like uh, you that might look like the same pine as that pine, but they're different still. So, I mean, that's what I, in terms of if you look at people, yeah. you have to be able to embrace that ecosystem of terms of nature and not try to put them into a box where it makes you feel better because you think that that person is this and you're coloring everything that that person is in terms of that box that you're trying to fit them in. But then I feel like when people are doing that, they totally miss out on the intimacy that we were just talking about, seeing who you are as a person because they you don't fit their box yet. Until you fit their box and they can't resonate with you, which goes back to morphic resonance, which goes back to how you're empathetically resonating with who you how intimately are, are, are you with your environment? Are you feeling your environment? Are you truly empathetic to you, towards your environment? Are you aware of your environment? Or are you projecting your belief about the world into your environment and carrying that everywhere you go? So if you take what you believe about the world and you start putting that on everybody that you keep coming across, you gotta be careful with that because if you're wrong, then it's gonna be horrible. If you're right, you don't even realize that you're doing it, so you carry on. Mm -hmm. But if you understand that this is happening, you can become accountable and take responsibility, which ultimately means your ability to respond. So responsibility just means your ability to respond to your environment. How aware are you with the people? How are you working? Are you a good teammate? in your environment that you're in. The people if I have like four people in this house right now, am I am I in tune with these people? Am I helping these people? Am I pushing forward? Are these people helping me? Because it's not always like everybody's in this what I'm talking about. Because you can be the helping type and be in a, a toxic environment. But then you have to realize, okay, then either A, you need to harness your energy to the point where you manifest good behaviors in these people, or B, you gotta separate yourself. And then and sometimes you just have to separate energies and it doesn't mean you don't love them. It just means uh, I want to see you eat, but maybe just not at my table right now. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, that's, that's powerful. I like the way you put that. Jeez. Um,
1: There's. No, I don't mean to read running <laughs> off, but I just, it's just, you say something sometimes and it just sets me into motion thinking. Oh, no, that's like, good. That's oh, good. I'm that's what I'm here it for. Um,
0: yeah, man. It's, uh, you know, it's just so interesting and like i'm just i'm always just so excited to to hear people that are thinking this way and that are truly open this opening their hearts and minds and bodies and souls and whatever it is that they're opening just to the greater possibilities because i truly believe and I'm even questioning that word belief. I don't actually know what that means yet. You know, like these are, this is like the level that I'm trying to get to, like get refined. Cause I'm like, what does that mean to believe something? It's actually kind of hard to figure that out. Um, and we use these language so, so frequently that it's just a lot of unlearning before I can really get back to, to approaching the way I want to. But,
1: but also it was about too, like um, who who your audience is. I mean, cause even for the viewers that are listening, cause I got to keep that conscious mind right now, because yeah. I know that you are, are definitely on a, on a, on such a uh, I don't want to say a higher or less than path. Mm-hmm. I want to say you're on a path that is really attuned to at one minute. But, um, for the people that are listening, it doesn't mean that you have to carry, you don't have to carry your life like this. Yeah. You could be, you could be simple. You could just live simply and not even uh, seek to understand these things. It, it's totally okay. Like you don't have to be anything in life. Like uh, they there like a lot of atheists would say there's no meaning to life. And I would say, you know, they're absolutely right. And what you have to understand is that meaning is a tool that you use. You could put meaning in things. You, you are yourself, you, you, your imagination, your creativity, you have the gift of meaning. You could put meaning in things. So um, I think that many people have a misunderstanding of the source and that's what goes back to the psychological foundation of, of being. It's like, then it goes back to what you're saying about belief. Um, for me, belief is the most distinguishing aspect of human nature. Mm-hmm. It's what it's what again going back to the atheist and the theist. Um, so the atheist believes that there's no god. Mm-hmm. Um, the theist believes that there, there's a god. Okay, what's what 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 connects those two? Belief. Belief is the only thing that bridges them two together, mm-hmm. because one believes that there's no god and one believes that there is a god. Okay. If you don't look at the circumstantial evidence and all this other stuff and this and this and that and go into the semantics of it, if you just look at the core foundation of it, that's what it is. So a belief, is the first element of separation in terms of mental foundation, I guess, which we want to say. What what do you believe in uh, and why do you believe it? Start setting your first separation of division from the other person that believes something and what they believe and what they're setting forth. Um, so um, understanding these things really will let you be more empathetic towards interacting with somebody else that acts uh, has a mind that does the same thing. You get what I'm saying because it's the mind that's doing that, and the mind gets in the way of what you're meaning. So a lot of times you'll be talking to somebody and they don't hear what you're meaning because the words um, can be taken so relatively. And this is what I find so interesting is definitions themselves. Uh, out of context can be taken in so many different degrees. So words themselves aren't concrete. It's uh, what's the context of the sentence? Um, what's the concept, What's the topic? Um, there's so many things, elements that you have to have an understanding to see where that person's coming from. And then it comes down to the person, the speaker, how understanding of themselves and what they're trying to say. How, how's that coming out? Is it coming out perfectly to how what they're trying to say? Because there's many times where so for instance, you're doing a parkour jump and you do you kill it, and some some little some kid that's fresh in the game is like, yo, how do you do that? It's like, how do I break this down to how do I do that? <laughs>
0: yeah, you're like, um If follow me for 20 years and then you'll understand how I did that, you know?
1: It's really difficult to yeah. break such high things down to such verbal context and and give it into empathetic thing. But if this kid, like say he he did, was spent five sessions with you and you guys just played around. He will draw more from that five sessions of playing with you than he will about you deducing it down to a linguistic terms of what you did to achieve it. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Because he'll learn from what you're living with you. Again, so that's why I say feeling and how intimate you are with your environment, and the people around you will take you much, 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 much further than if you do it alone with your thoughts, trying to have your thoughts creatively uh, create some reality that's going to contribute to your greatness that you think is your greatness, that you keep telling is your greatness. But I think greatness comes from you being involved with others. I think greatness comes in with you helping others achieve their greatness. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, again, going back to parkour, I found myself telling people about a move, and I'm like, "Oh, uh, I was so into this this child that wanted to learn something, and I just saw the fire in his eyes because he was so he was so energized from like like uh, wanting to be participating in it movement, and I, 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 you could just feel it. I don't know. I don't. If you have teachers out there, they understand, um, and I was like, all right, well, sick. Well, then I was teaching them how to do, uh, do certain things. And then, uh, oh shit. What, what, what I need to be, to begin with this, I <laughs> you just think about, it first. <laughs> you were saying how uh,
0: just how you were teaching, like when you would witness the fire in someone's eyes and they would like want to like learn movement and you would be able to, um,
1: Okay. So, so yeah. So in that moment, you're able to walk them into understanding how to do the move. Um, and then while you're teaching them the move, since it's in that, in that state, you yourself actually make your body do it even better than what you usually do it without teaching mm-hmm. yeah. uh, this child. So you're just like, oh, wow, you know, actually through going through telling this person, I have made it more instilled into my understanding. Um, and I believe through those interactional intimacies that you have with people, we all not consciously but subconsciously absorb these higher knowings, higher experiences that teaches teaches you wisdom over knowledge. And wisdom over knowledge is wisdom is experience and knowledge is just information. Mm-hmm. Um, knowledge is information. Knowledge is always changing based upon the current information. So that's why wisdom takes precedence because wisdom is experience. Wisdom is most of like I've done this before and I, I've experienced this. So, when you start going through these things and founding these, these uh, condi- uh, coordinations of wisdom in your body and how you can move in your mind and how you think, um, you, your, your, your DNA and everything starts following accordingly and you age differently through the morphic resonance because you start vibrating 80% of your body's uh, water, 80% or more. Hopefully, you're hydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, 80. if 80% of your body or more is uh, water, so it, it um, if you start resonating again, going back to frequency, you can't see these things because you can only see 10% or less 1% of the electromagnetic spectrum in itself. So you can't see anything, mm-hmm. but you have a, a whole entire electrical field. You are, you're like a battery in a way you have a, a, a pole, a positive and negative pole from, from your head and, you, and your root, which is you right at your base, your root, your, your, your butt. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you, you're like a battery that has an electromagnetic field that has these uh, bodies, these uh, uh, electromagnetic uh, bodies that you can't can't see within the spectrum. Um, how you resonate and how you oscillate your frequency will affect everything, not only that you do, but everything that you interact with and how your body ages and how you repair from injury and from just so many different things, so many different things.
0: So powerful. You're right, man. I mean, I'm learning a lot about those things where I'm working right now. And I was telling you a little bit about this last time we do like pulse magnetic therapy that helps basically ground your frequencies in and sync them up with uh, the the Schumann frequencies I think they're called with the ones of the earth emits yeah. and um, and you've talked about how nature is like what you're trying to really align yourself with I feel like uh, ultimately you know we are trying to study and see what is happening in the world and so like you said when you see two trees and you just see like, oh, that's a tree instead of seeing them as like, that's two, that's basically two different people. That's just like, we're two different yep. people. I mean, we might be yes. the same species and we, we obviously like a tree might look at us and think that we're the same thing because maybe it just doesn't like see the, the <laughs> exactly. intricacies, but because we're human, we can see like all the different, um, differentiation more, at least at a finer scale, but when you understand that all these things are different, everything's unique, but also everything is all the same. That's why Mm -hmm. I think this journey of trying to know yourself becomes also a journey of trying to understand the universe. So it's like, you're basically the same thing. And so the more you can explore the unknown in the universe, like that's always a great place to start because that's going to help reveal unknowns within yourself. And Mm -hmm. through those greater experiences, like you're saying, you're going to gain more wisdom because if you've already experienced it, you're not getting new wisdom. So doing more pushes and jumps, you know, aren't necessarily going to, you're not going to have a new insight there that you haven't already had. But by doing some biking, hey, by doing some uh, podcasting, even for me, by talking to some, some a human being, which is probably the most, you know, complex thing you can do is engage with another human that there's going to be so much to learn from in those interactions. And especially the more you can attune, like you're saying, the more you can empathize and try to actually see this person, the world through their eyes, that's gonna actually give you the most contrast between what you're experiencing and their, their experience is. And you won't see that and you won't get the benefit of that if you have all these clouded um, interpretations, which we all do, but the, the, few, the more you can remove, the better. Um, and I wanted to ask you, this is kind of like out of left field, but because we are talking about getting personal and stuff more, it's like I want to ask you just um, how has it been like becoming a father, becoming like a more family, like you father twice over now. And how has that reframed and like changed your whole reality? Because I feel like it has to be one of the biggest, most profound things that's ever happened to you. But I don't know if I'm right.
1: You know, everything's the most profound thing. Honestly, <laughs> as I'm going, that's what I'm learning to just interact with like that. I'm like, oh, this is pretty profound. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it, it's very, really, it's very, very profound. I would say that it's a definite pivot point in terms of like a life node, mm-hmm. like where you're just like, all right, shit is shifting right here. You're gonna have to shift hard because this wave is about to come in. Um, so yeah, children definitely will reveal a lot to you. Um, they're so innocent, the way that they look at life, they'll strip you a lot of your own habits that might not be conducive of, like, a healthy life. Um, but they, they also reflect to you heavy. I mean, everybody reflects to you a lot about who you are and a lot about who they are. But kids, since they don't have already an imprint of a personality, they reflect you even more mm. <laughs> about who you are. <laughs> so it's like, oh, shit, okay, I do that. I didn't even know that. All right, cool. Oh, yeah. I'll shift that around whoops <laughs> um so yeah so it's 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 both refreshing and it's revealing and um it just it's it's humbling um everything's really been humbling for me lately but um it's having children is really humbling and, and and it's such an experience that shows you that there's no right or wrong and and it's, it's really I've, i look at other parents sometimes and i'm like i get it totally get you man see how hard it can be if they're drowning or if they're failing or something like that, I'm like, I totally get it, man. Or if I just, I could see how kids will drive you insane, especially women. Um, <laughs> like women at home, like, uh, I could see why they look so burnt out sometimes and different things like that. The family structure itself wasn't meant for the, fa- the man to be gone. Honestly, I don't think mm. it's not meant for the woman to be like that. They have buried it and they have kind of come up like that, but this kind of, family unit living isn't really conducive of a healthy environment because it just it sucks from their energy i mean i'm not trying to get all feministic out Mm -hmm. here but um a a lot of the women don't have time to even develop their own identities to be honest their identities always attached to being a wife being a mom being this being that they don't have time to like what do they want to be what do they want to do um so i see that a lot in my own uh my own girl and i see how men and women are different. And I see that you have to treat them differently. Um, Not that you have to treat them differently. But if you care enough, you'll you'll change your demeanor based upon uh, which one you're interacting with, because my my girl and my uh, boy are different. Um, How she interacts, she cries a lot more. Um, I'm not trying to say women cry a lot more, but I'm trying to say women kind of cry a lot more. Um, (laughs) She does kind of whine a lot about about a lot of different things and that's okay um she I, i've learned that venting is okay and she gets through it and then she'll just conquer it afterwards where alice won't be like that alice is my boy mm-hmm. um he won't he's not like that so i have to understand how to how to accept diversity more uh essentially what i'm getting at and it's helped me with people everyday people so some people i come across that uh, don't don't agree with me and stuff like that and i just speak i kind of say what i what i feel and um um, they might not agree with me and they might not ha- they might hate me for it but I'm okay with that uh, i'm it's not like I'm not I don't, I'm out of this popularity contest I think you can say mm-hmm. and, and people don't even know that they're partaking in it like oh, that's yeah. that's the craziest part and I'm not trying to say it like it's bad because I don't want to look at it like it's like society's bad I don't want to say everything about society's bad I don't I, I just think that a lot about it is not harmonizing um, but regardless of that such I'm not part of this contest of Wanted to be accepted. I don't seek acceptance in those ways anymore, and and I don't seek uh, anything like that. I don't seek to dominate either. I don't have that ego in me to, like, what what once drove me to seek to do big jumps and do big, big things. I don't have that in me anymore. I'm really, I feel like I'm fresh in parkour again, and it goes back to um, cap, uh, talking about something you said about, um, I think parkour is really interesting, just for the sheer fact that, first off, um you're always presented with a new obstacle you might know kongs you might know precisions but if you go to a new environment it's a different precision different mm-hmm. kong it goes back to our tree analogy looking at two different trees or it's the same tree seemingly the same mm-hmm. different trees parkour is the same way it reflects nature much more and that's why parkour is special it is special but you will find yourself mentally coming to a, a borderline within it uh in terms of what's called interest you, your interest becomes exhausted and that's when you have to maybe walk away from parkour, find something else. And it's not that you're walking away from parkour saying, I'm never going to do parkour again. It means that you're following your energetic interests. And a child is the same way, going back to parenting. I'm trying to tie it all yeah, together. Yeah, but um, going back to parenting, a child is the same way. I will see him play one toy, and then he'll see me do something. He's like, oh, shoot, I want to play with dad. Mm-hmm. So he'll come over here and start playing with me, and then we'll start playing together. So um, their interest is really... It's it's ready to do anything. It's ready. It's it's so fresh and it's so it has so much vigor vigor in it that it's like wow that's such a interesting energetic uh, thing to feel. Um, and parkour is very much the same way. But once you fall out of that interest of finding the newness and in, in every unknown of a jump, um, you got to do something different. Not like an adrenaline seeking. It's not that, and a lot of people will think it's that, but it's not that. It means you're discovering life. You're really Oh, you're open to all of life, all of the unknowns, all to, all of experience, and through all of that, what I have found is I've come back to parkour because it's not people are like, oh, you left parkour, you felt it's not that I left, I just I just kept living my life. <laughs> I don't know, I just kept living. It's not that I left anything. I would jump and do stuff, but no, I didn't go train. No, I didn't isolate to do to specify only into that narrow spectrum, or nor did I have judgments towards it. I just kept following what my interest was doing. And then I've come back and it's not, I haven't lost anything. I've lost muscle mass, which is interesting, but I've still been able to do a lot of the same things. So, which is, I still find really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I'm finding that the way the mind works and the way the mind interacts and how it interacts is very, is it even that much more interesting <laughs> because I'm seeing it through my own reflection because I've done this before, but I feel like I've never done this before now because. Wow. I'm not gonna go about it the same way that I once went about it to get my power, like to um, explosiveness, what I'm meaning. Mm. Now that I know what I know, I'm gonna do something different to get my explosiveness. I'm gonna focus on mobility. I'm gonna focus on balancing my my, my skeletal structure and, 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 and focusing on some of my injuries that I have and things of that nature, um, because that's gonna be inducive, not only power, but longevity. Sorry, one second. Yeah, go for it.
0: My kids are here. One yeah, second. yeah. Oh man, so much wisdom. So much to, to explore here. Yeah. I'm like, I'm on a similar path, my friend.
1: (laughs) But it's always, it's also being open to just not even being judgmental. those that aren't on that similar path, it's like, I'm not even trying to act like my path is better than nobody's because I'm not better than anybody. I'll just sit and talk with a bum. If a bum wants to learn parkour, I'll just sit with him all day, just talking. But what I am trying to say is there are certain things that lead to happiness and individual happiness. And if you're seeking greatness, you tend to be happier people if you if if you're if you're not seeking greatness, it t- you, you tend to think that you already know life. You tend to already have life in a box. And when you have life in a box, you generally aren't happy. Happiness comes from greeting the unknown. It comes from almost like not living like life on an edge, but being great, greeted with death and being acquainted with the unknowns of all life. What's up, Alice? <laughs> this is,
0: this is, hey, this is good a to see you.
1: Uh, uh, parkour. Terry Store right here. Hey. It's
0: nice to meet you, sir.
1: <laughs> Say hi, puppy. Hi. <laughs>
0: um, we're talking about all these great things and you're so lucky, I feel like, to to have a, a dad like this to
1: help you see the world through some some <laughs> thank, great hey, thank you, puppy. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be going rock climbing next weekend. I got him a full body harness. He already he's already been, it. but yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. He's already been, but we're gonna go do some rock climbing. And man, I wish you lived closer because it's a place called Cherokee Rock Village for all those in South Southeast. <laughs> if you ever go to anywhere beautiful, go to Cherokee Rock Village in Alabama. I have a buddy named Kane. He also does parkour mm-hmm. and lives over there. Uh, Kane is awesome at parkour. Do you know Kane? I don't think uh, so. Maybe I'd, I'd recognize his parkour. face. Sometimes I don't remember the names. All right, but Kane he did the Move to Inspire tour um he's also a very talented athlete man he's one of my really closest i would say brothers like Mm. closer than a friend yeah um but um yeah he's 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 again understanding of the world very similar to everything that we're talking about and uh just a very very good dude if you go to cherokee rock village i'm sure he'll come out there he's he's he specializes in like safety and, and 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 assisting people that have like fallen in canyons and he's a firefighter and he does many different things Wow. But uh, we we're gonna go there rock climbing and it has some sick parkour stuff that you would you would love it there, man. <laughs> epic epic combinations. But you know how in video that when you go to nature spots that it just doesn't do it justice. It's like here yeah. it so and then you There's- put it in a frame and you're like I can't see the perspective at all. <laughs> uh, is nature not-
0: video. Like, if you can do a good nature video, you're one in a million because yes. they yes. just don't work for some reason.
1: It doesn't work. It doesn't work at at all. Which it's is, like the perspective just doesn't come across on the screen, or it's not dynamic enough. Or you just I just can't know.
0: taint nature. You can't taint nature with with spectacle, uh, apparently.
1: No, I've wanted nature, to film at this spot like, every time, and I just don't. I'm oh just man. like,
0: yeah, that that sounds amazing. I definitely want to go to visit in Florida again one of these days. Like. And I, I hear maybe you're coming to Colorado. I'm really hopeful that that doesn't um,
1: sure. fall through. You know, well, who knows? With well, we're having a family trip going to Moab. Um, no. And anybody that's welcome, I, I honestly I invite everybody to go on trips with me. The only difference is that, again, I, I to be again going vulnerable with you. When you get vulnerable with people, people almost run from it. Like their egos want to play these illusional games where they want to live the illusion of their convenience. Mm-hmm. They love their convenience. They love having life uh, in this consistency uh, bubble of safety that they've wrapped it in. And when you start dissolving their illusion, you kind of, they kind of reject you because uh, who wants to be around that guy in the party? (laughs) Um, But um, um, I don't usually talk about all these things. So people don't know that. I just like to live life and have fun, but I try to help people through talking about these things. So when they reveal these aspects with themselves, they don't know how to um, interact with me and I, that's okay i understand it too i again i have my whole family so that's why i'm not really i'm not trying to play the popularity contest but i'm trying to help um but at the same time i invite a lot of people to go on these trips uh with me but a lot of people are just either they're busy or they just don't make time to come out or they don't know what to expect and a lot of people are kind of like they have social anxiety and they don't say this i think many people have social anxiety right now but and they don't say this um but um they they don't know how to interact with people anymore um they have they have become something that they're not so much that whenever you get into their into their into their bubble you actually see what they are and they're scared of that i think um and they, they don't even know that this is happening but i do believe that this is happening um with people and this is why people are so awkward socially at times sometimes i know because i'm weird at times hey, but i mean people don't embrace, embrace their weirdness so, um, long story short, I am going to Moab. Sorry, I don't mean to, I get diverted right, real fast. I'm going to Moab, um, um, and we're gonna be doing some rock climbing and mountain biking. And whoever wants to go, y'all could either meet us there and go, uh, tag along, or be. I'll, I'm just gonna hit whoever up. I uh, like we like us talking right now on the way. So I'm gonna stop in Colorado. I already talked to Venny because Venny's another individual where his heart is so freaking. His frequency is just so good man he's always had this frequency in, in the community and uh, anybody that meets benny understands that um yeah, but he's um incredible he's a yeah I remember when he was first starting out people used to make fun not make fun of any but they would say like oh why are you posting these videos so much and they would say all these things and i, I remember I, I would always be like oh you know nah, benny you're killing it like this and this and that so we've always been connecting this way and then sure enough like Looking at just the history, and I'm just like, man, it makes sense. Just seeing frequency, frequency does not lie, you and you can't fake it. Okay. And he has such a such a good soul. So I'm gonna be stopping by seeing him, Knox, and for sure you uh, uh, along the way. And we're gonna be mountain biking and doing whatever. If you you like rock climbing,
0: oh yeah, on. man, I love rock climbing. Actually, my membership expires today to our, the gym I go to in here in Golden, and so i try trying to get okay. one in maybe today this afternoon. But um, when when is your trip next? Um which one. <laughs> What?
1: The which one? The one oh, to the Alabama to or the one to Moab. To Moab. Okay. Uh we haven't got that in stone yet. Okay. But oh, yeah. Thanks. Because with all the COVID stuff, we, we had to readjust all of our plans because we had we were supposed to go to Puerto Rico to do a trip and then the COVID stuff happened, so they canceled our flight. Ooh. So we got we still got tickets to go I guess wherever, but mm. we just I haven't done anything because I don't know what's happening anywhere yet, and I don't want to be stuck anywhere. Especially having a family and kids, I'm like, I don't want to be stuck anywhere, and they have major restrictions or lockdowns, and we don't have means for access for things. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so um, the trip to Moab. Hopefully, if everything goes accordingly next year, uh, we can go uh, in the um, uh, spring. We'll go in the or uh, no, no, in the in the autumn. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so it's like right when everything's cooling off. This is Ayana. Hey, Ayana. This,
0: nice to meet you <laughs> but um you guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah we're gonna go then but you dude you're more than welcome because we're gonna be camping out we're gonna be rock climbing we're, we're gonna do absolutely everything have you ever been to Moab?
0: i have i have and uh, it's a special place it's really fun it's beautiful there there's really cool things um i would love to go so definitely just keep uh, me posted on that
1: we, um, that's where I started rock climbing. That's where I learned to rock climb, and I fell in love with it. So I want to take the family there because okay. there's no other place. Well, there's probably places <laughs> like it, but I haven't been. But there's another place like this that I haven't been. I guess. Yeah. Um. So um, we're definitely going to be going there, and you're you're more than welcome because there's some dope spots that I got access to for the movie that I was doing while I was over there. Okay. And um, it's like um, some really cool um. It's just really cool. <laughs> okay, I can't oh, yeah. wait. I can't wait.
0: Um, I'm going to let you get back to your, to your family life because obviously these guys need you and we are so grateful for, for all the wisdom and just your time, brother. So
1: sure, um, man, thanks for having me again, brother.
0: And, uh, I hope to to see you again soon, either on here or in the flesh or on the phone or whatever. So, um,
1: Just yeah absolutely man i stay up with you on instagram so i'm i'm, always, I'm trying to always stay up with. i'm trying to I, do, I delete a lot of people but <laughs> i uh i try That's to stay news. up with those people that are really truly caring about others like you really care about people so i try to stay up with people definitely people like you i I, I don't let those people go um but uh but yeah so i'll for sure i'll be for sure be staying up with you um <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> All right, man. I love
0: it, man. It's so cool to witness you, your beautiful family. And, uh, yeah, just, yeah, I'll be in touch with you as soon as I can, man. Just. All right, brother. Be easy, man. Love you, bro. I love you too, brother. Take care. Peace. Bye guys. Oh, yes. Thank you guys. Thank you, Daniel Royo. Thank you for listening and being a part of this one. I hope you dug it. Hope we made sense. Some of that stuff is so big to talk about. It's just it's just a great exercise to even try sometimes with this. It's practice, baby, to get these concepts under wrap. I can't wait to re-listen and digest. I hope you guys um, will reach out with ideas, questions, concerns. And if you want to support the podcast, there's ways to do that in the description, of course. Subscribe if you haven't already. Listen. If you aren't already, you should be if you're here. I mean, I don't know how else you're hearing this. And then um, five-star reviews are huge. And just stay in touch. Stay tuned to help spread the word. Um, Help me with, you know, just paying attention to what's going on. Um, Coming up, I'm hoping to launch some more things with the website and just staying in tune. Um, I think we're going to have Nate Weston on on the next episode to talk about the skull chatter project and it should be released by the time it comes out so we'll hopefully get a little inside look on some of the crazy crazy things that went down and much love as we continue and grow on this extreme adventure all right i'll see you guys bye